Blog Talk Radio. podcast featuring Elvira Love and Phoenix LaFay, two out-of-the-room-closet professional witches with over 70 years combined experience of making magic. This is a show on the LMC Radio Network. During each show, Elvira and Phoenix will help you create rituals, make spells, make potions, and much more besides. They'll spend time speaking about different goddesses from all over the world, paying attention to the ancient reverence of long-ago cultures and infusing it with a modern perspective. Elvira, Phoenix, take it away. Hello. Hello (laughs) and welcome. We are live on air. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, hey, you know, doing all of our, our possible ways of getting things taken care of so that we have our holidays and things are easy to be done, it feels weird to be considered this is actually happening right now as opposed to trying to talk about something in the future. Right, <laughs> pretending that we're time traveling. Yes, yes, yeah. so... But, yeah, so here we are with, you know, this wonderful uh, getting closer and closer to the Christmas Christmas and solstice, mm-hmm. and we're in Hanukkah, so, you know, happy Hanukkah to everyone out there that is, you know, part of that tradition. Yeah. So, yeah. But Celebrating um, all of the fun winter holidays. Yes, yes. All of these wonderful things. So, mm-hmm. but um, so obviously we're you know moving our ourselves through all of the the necessary things. I was just mentioning to Phoenix about technically now I am completely finished with my holiday shopping, which is great um, considering you know some of this goes out of town that has to be there before the actual date of Christmas so I'm feeling kind of like (sighs) but you know that being said the rest of me is like okay now it's time to decorate right oh you haven't done that yet no I haven't no no my way of looking at life has sort of been one crisis after another and once I got through getting my heating system put in today with a side um, crises of something to do with the air conditioning system. Um, I'm actually waiting right now as we speak. It is turning on and we should be getting heat. So it's generally, I'm looking at my, you know, new thermostat. I mean, I got a whole new one, which, you know, this guy looked at mine and it says antiquated woman. And I go, be careful how you say that to me. But um, yeah, so here we are. You got it. Second half, second later, you got. It. Actually, they were really nice. These guys were really nice, and um, they were here for almost well five hours. So they actually had a lunch break. I go out and I find everybody gone. And everything's still out there, but I find everybody gone, and I'm like, holy shit, what happened? And yeah. as it turned out, one of the guys kind of was wandering around a little bit. I guess. The others had gone off to get the food, and I'm like, guys, uh, we're we're taking a lunch break. I said, deserved. I accept that. That's great. You know that kind of thing. I just looked around, and everyone was gone. And 
you know, that kind of thing. So that being said, um, we're kind of just doing our thing right now, waiting to uh, patiently make sure I have heat coming in, which seems like it's well, that now would be starting good. to happen. Yeah, yeah, considering how recently I've had to baby what I had because it was dangerous, uh, technically they have to say that, but it was considered there was a problem that, you know, I had to be careful of. And then sitting with little space heaters, which in this place, the space heater is, you know, kind of like spitting in the wind. But, um, yeah, yeah. so that's been my, you know, my uh, official was that at the end of it and my DSL getting up and running after having had some major problems, not of the DSL line itself, but something else. So Mm. how's your week been? Uh, (laughs) That sounds super great. Yeah, it's a very busy time of the year and, uh, of course, for everyone. And Mm -hmm. um, I am just, yeah, this weekend is there's a, a goddess craft fair, which is, all women artists or women business owners that are local to, to us. And Milk and Honey has been a sponsor of this event for over 20 years. And, and we continue to sponsor the event. And it's a lot of fun. But it's also, you know, it's a lot of work during the holiday season. So it's basically like opening up a, a pop-up shop for two days. Oh, in yeah. The same town. Yeah. In the same town where the shop already exists, you know. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Yeah, but, but it's fun. It's a lot of fun, and all, it's um, throughout the day. There's performances and artists, and I get to meet some other uh, women, local artists who I may have not seen before. And it is a lot of fun, but it's so much prep work. And you know, um, at Milk and Honey, we make our own products, so we carry baths and incenses and oils and sprays. Um, like it, basically, the sprays are like a smokeless incense. And I only mm-hmm. you know the shop. The shop is small, so there's only enough space for so much product. But during the – when we do vending, which is only maybe three or four times a year do we do vending, but I have to mm-hmm. double every everything that we have so I can take it with us. And so all week long I've been making product and making product and then running out of glassware and <laughs> I had to wait for my order to come in. And then the order came in, but it went to the wrong address, and I had to—I was delayed a day, and I'm still making baths tonight at the last minute to get in for tomorrow. It's just like, it's just too hectic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's I like, totally oh, get it. Me, you know, but it's all mm-hmm. good and fun, and I'm super stoked, and I'm looking forward to the weekend. And I'm also like, I just want to read my book and lay in bed. Ooh. <laughs> I know that that feeling. Yeah. yeah, that well, you know, I mean that's pretty much how how I felt over the period of the last few weeks and it's like okay, now I'm coming down just like, you know, it's you're coming down to the wire on this, I'm coming down to the wire on, you know, the the holidays mm-hmm. but mostly leaving. And so it's all the things that you need to do to to do that. It's just like but I just want to curl up with the book or the, the you know, the favorite yeah. TV show that you want to binge on. And it's like, oh, my gosh. Oh, well. Yeah. Crab, 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 you know. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. It, it so, seems but, like my, my energy level never seems to meet what I need it to. It's like when I have all this shit I need to get done, my energy is low. And then when I have more free time, then I'm like, well, I need more things to do. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wash the laundry again. You know, like, why can't it fall in line? Be more convenient. <laughs> That's a good point. I don't know why. I don't know. That's kind of a, a good point of reference. It's, um, yeah. what can I say? Yeah, it, it does. But, you know, on that note... Since we are in the way, in the season where we have a lot of water, um, it, hopefully, you know, a lot will be coming from the sky and we'll, we'll be less of a, a fire hazard area and, you know, um, drought-ridden so we can – but water is uh, the topic. It's magic up water. Right. Yep. So let us – proceed into the water i you know don't mean that literally metaphorically i'm talking i right. sure we want to be careful how we say things 
So, Absolutely. and the fact that you actually are part, you know, you're, you make product that has yeah. water, that is part of the water um, aspect, um, you know, uh, we can jump in with some one of the, the areas that you would like to start with it and tell me about your product that, you know, fits into the category because I know some of them because I use some of them. I haven't used all of them yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's, so there's lots of different ways. So I mentioned baths, right? We make baths. So I guess we could start mm-hmm. there. Okay. Um, Sounds good. Yeah. So, you know, spiritual bathing is a, an, an ancient, to, ancient tradition from virtually every culture on the planet, right? Mm-hmm. There is not mm-hmm. a, a, there's not a culture that doesn't use bathing in some way um, in connection to spiritual cleansing and not just, you know, washing the dirt off. Right. Uh, and what, at, mil- at Milk and Honey, we make five different bath mixes, and they're aligned to a specific goddess and the energy of that goddess. So, you know, we, uh, we make an Aphrodite mix that's for love. So, you know, self-love or romantic love or whatever, this is a good bath to use if you are looking for healing around love, heart healing, or if you're looking to draw in a new relationship. And it has a variety of salts, including pink salts, but it also has things like rose petal and Damiana and things mm-hmm. that are aligned with that same thing. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, you can make your own bath mixes by getting a variety of salts. Um, you know, I like personally, I like a mixture of Epsom salt, kosher salt, and ice cream salt. And the reason I like ice cream salt is because it's the it's big and chunky. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and it looks really pretty, and it takes a lot longer to dissolve. So it, you know, you want your bath to be really hot. I like that. But mm-hmm, with a little mm-hmm. bit of research, and we, we've done a show on herbs, a little bit of research on the magical thing you're working on, you just add a little bit of the, of the different herbs into your bath mix, and then you're, you're taking a spiritual bath, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we, we make one for love, for abundance, for protection, for tranquility, and what am I forgetting? Uh, something else. <laughs> something else. What is the other one? Uh, well, anyway, one other. But, um, you know, you could make a bath mix for cleansing. You could make a, a bath mix for specifically for money or getting a new job or um, finding a home. You can make a bath mix for anything. It's just finding the um, right oils or herbs to add to your bath mix that will infuse the water with that energetic. And then the part right. of it is, you know, you're soaking in that water, so you, you're also, you want to do something while you're soaking in the water, whether that's a ritual or a prayer or a song. Use that time wisely. You know, don't just sit there mm-hmm. and think about the groceries that you have to buy later. <laughs> no, that's, that's not a good thing. And, you know, to mention sort of a step back, but, you know, with the use of water, in magical purposes, both this is an external use. There are other internal uses, which we'll talk about mm-hmm. later, but um, this definitely, you know, has the the part of what it does is it works with the external energy or, you know, the skin and, and things of that nature. But, uh, and, you know, that's the largest organ of our body. So, truthfully, when you think about it, it has a lot yeah. of uh, ability to you know, not only absorb the gunk that's out there energetically and emotionally, but it also has a way to expunge it and then bring in cleansing and clear it from a a physical level. And I know um, they're different. You know, you were talking about conditions, you know, the idea Mm -hmm. of conditions. And there is also the, the use of homeopathic, which... I found interesting. I was reading some of this stuff and it was talking, it was one particular book that I was looking through and a real book, not a, not a Kindle or uh, online, but a real book. And it was talking about the different things. And of course, you know, you're talking about the emotional aspect of what people are looking for, meaning the conditions that work on that level. And then there's a second part, I think they called it metaphysical, which I would say you know, that too is part of what your bath 
salts work on or what bath salts and herbal mixes in the, the you know working in the tub are are for in terms of that because you know you both work with the physical emotional aspect there the body but mm-hmm. then you also do the the spiritual so yeah i thought that was you know again taking into account you know that as you said all cultures and you know we're talking you know native american sweat lodges and and the uh the hindu uh and bathing in the chinese culture and the japanese culture is very sacred and you know it isn't mm-hmm. just about as you say cleaning off dirt right right mm-hmm. yeah so, yeah so but i found you know i was i was joking with phoenix earlier about bathing as a very ancient process and you know egyptians brought in um the perfume you know the the actual Mm -hmm. they were they were you know working on doing that and bathing and the spiritual and all of that with conditions and emotions and things but the greeks got a hold of it kind of went a little farther and then the romans even went farther and they they kind of said that um the greek and romans when they started using the perfumes and the and the oils, the scented oils, they were considered like the French have become in more modern times. They were in the ancient world, and I thought that was kind of you know interesting mm. because the oils that are used in baths, along with the herbs and you know the salts and things, are part of the the whole process. So. Nice. A little bit of history. <laughs> yeah, I like it. So, yeah, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, and it was it was this you'll appreciate, and it's strange. You know, when I say appreciate, it's it's kind of like okay, and it will cleanse it all away. Um, Caligula spent a lot of money on the 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 scented baths that he would commission because of their restorative power to the body for having done having been jaded by excess sexual excesses. <laughs> nice. I thought that was Yeah, hey, you know, the magic wand, right? We we just had it as the magic water. <laughs> there you go. And I thought, okay, everybody has to find a way to kinda take care of what they, they've oopsied on, right? So right, but anyhow, um, interesting. Yeah, that was that was a little tidbit of of history that I thought. Well, you know, it, you never know. Somebody might want to know how that came about or why we do that. That's one of the ancient re- versions of somebody's decision to do that. Nice. So, so yeah. what are your thoughts like more it- on on bathing? Yeah. Oh, and I remember the other formula is healing. So yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> the other <laughs> the other bath we make is a healing bath. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the this other thing about bathing is this kind of expands on the topic, but it's you can also bathe other things. It doesn't just have to be your body, right? So mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. use you could uh, use specific types of waters in your washing machine, or put a little pinch mm-hmm. of a specific herb formula or a blessed salt. Like you can do a lot with um, salt just by praying over it or charging it with a specific sigil or words or, or psalm or whatever and putting a pinch of that in your washing machine or making mm-hmm. what I always say you make a tea. So you make, you know, you use the herbs that you want to use and you make a hot water and then you let that cool and then you can use that water for anything you can bathe in it you can wash your floors you can wash your house you can wash your car you could put a drop of it in the laundry you can charge or cleanse magical objects or jewelry like there is an endless amount and i think witches and pagans often think of oils like oh i'm going to make a protection oil or i'm going to use a love oil but you can use washes and waters for the exact same purpose um, mm-hmm. And I find it handy for people who are scent sensitive. If you can't right. handle perfume, perfume or really or things that have a really strong odor, whether that's a good odor or a bad odor, it doesn't matter. Um, 
you can get you can bypass that. Most people who are scent sensitive can still handle a tea. So if you can use the herbs instead of using the essential oil, get the raw herb and make mm-hmm. the dried herb and and make a tea and use the water instead of an oil. It's right. Um, Right. And it, it doesn't last as long as an oil, so you mm-hmm. have to keep that in mind. A tea will get moldy, so you can't just leave it in the fridge right. forever. you got to use it. Right, right, and yeah. that is true. And, you know, it's interesting because baths have different categories. You know, you can, you know, we were talking about emotional, and we're talking about metaphysical, and we're talking mm-hmm. about healing, which, you know, the Epsom salt is, you know, one of those that's really, 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 really big. But, um yeah. You know, and as I mentioned, the homeopathic, you can take the little pellets, the little cell salt pellets, and you can put them in the bath. You don't have to put a lot because what they are is they are basically minute grains of the the particular, you know, like cures, like consciousness. So mm-hmm. if you're feeling, you know, that there's a physical issue that you want to work on, um, you can also use a couple of the tablets let go in water because it doesn't take a lot. It's, you know, the whole idea is they're very concentrated. And I found that because I use a lot of homeopathy. I, you know, grew up Mm -hmm. with an alternative reference point. And that just, I I sat there and I went, why didn't I think of that? You know, duh. Right. That kind of thing. But, you know, we kind of go the other direction with things. But also crystals, putting, you know, along with the herbs, um, mm-hmm. or oils if we're using oils and herbs, but you can put crystals in. But the warning that I think we talked about before in our um, one on stones was you have to be mm-hmm. sure that they are appropriate to be able to be put into water and not dissolve and not give um, some, you know, ones have certain kinds of metals that you don't really want yeah. to have in a water that you're bathing in. So Right, right. Uh, yeah, pretty much any check and make sure if you're going to use crystals or make an elixir, right, which is a water infused with a crystal or a stone, mm-hmm. or if you're mm-hmm. going to make a tea, make sure you test to see if you're allergic. Don't just chug a tea or douse yourself in a water and only to find out you're allergic to peppermint the next day. <laughs> right. Yeah. Not, a, not a good thing. And yeah. um, that also reminds me you can put Bach Remedy um the the Bach flower essences into mm-hmm. um, the water as well, and the the one that kind of caught me was we we all know Rescue Remedy. Well, we don't all know, but most of us know of you know Rescue Remedy, and it was talking about you know having had traumatic experiences with fire and you know uh, different things. The first word was fire. Now that was weird when I was yeah. reading that paragraph. It was like. Wow, okay. So, I mean, those of us who have been traumatized by the experiences we have recently had in the last year and a half, I think, you know, I think that would be another one of those. Like, okay, good, let's get some Rescue Remedy, a few drops of it in Mm -hmm. in a bath, as well as taking it, because they are safe to take internally. But, um, you know, the the idea. But baths, go ahead. No, no. (laughs) With, res- with Rescue Remedy and some of the flower essences, just something to be aware of uh, is that they're often in an alcohol base. So if alcohol is an mm-hmm. issue, you can often find them with a non-alcohol base. Like they make a children's version of Rescue mm-hmm. Remedy with a non-alcohol base. And they actually also make a pet version of Rescue Remedy for um, pets that get anxiety. Um, mm-hmm. so that is a non-alcohol version too. So there's lots of cool right. shit out there to help you. Right, right, definitely. And and as Phoenix said, you know, once you get into the bath, the whole purpose of that bath is not just to hang out in the water, is utilize, you know, maybe a candle or, you know, some of the, the different things that you would meditate with and, and you know, within consciousness of water appropriate. Um, but I was really, I was, I was aware of the the number of meditations that each of the the segments of the book I was reading has because it's about yeah. getting into a state you know moving into a all, what we would call ultra state but not in the sense of woo we're really out there 
could be, but mm-hmm. more like shifting from our daily list-making project issues to this other space. Yeah. 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 So, well, that that's good. And just to let everyone know, not that they're going to care on the years down the road, but my heater actually heated got turned turned itself on and turned itself off. It is working. I am Yay. Joyous. Yay. That is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Simple pleasures of the of the modern world, right? Gosh. Right. Okay, so but back to water. I know that was a that was an offshoot, but I just I, I just went oh, it turned on and off and it heated. No, that's wow. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. So another version um, you mentioned were sprays, you know, so maybe you can, again, I'm letting you lead because you actually have a product, you have product line. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. part of this is, here it is, our audience uh, to know how great these products are, because I actually, I will have to say I use several of them. Specifically, I I work with Hakate, so I use that a lot. Nice. um, they're really good. They're really good. They smell nice. good. You know, Thanks. they're not overpowering, and no. you can really feel the energy. Yeah, I do so. have. I, I'm not super scent sensitive, but I do get overwhelmed by scent easily. So, pretty mm-hmm. much everything that we make is on more of the mild side. But yeah, the, I mean, the sprays that I make are a, an alcohol water mixture, and then they mm. all have a different. Um, a different mixture of essential oils that go into it. And again, it's the same five formulas. So I have five, I have five goddesses that, and each goddess has an incense, um, a spray or a smokeless incense and a bath mixture. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the love is, is Aphrodite. The healing is Bridget. The tranquility is Kuan Yin. The uh, protection is Hecate and the abundance is Lakshmi. Um, mm-hmm. And we make small batches, and this is something I, I recommend for folks who want to make baths or create teas or whatever. Make small batches because things go stale, um, things you know expire. These, these are mm-hmm. plants and oil. You know they don't last forever. Um, but we say prayers and sing songs and chant and do um, evocations and call on the goddess when we're making the small batches so that it's also infused right. with some of her energy, you know. And that's, that's part of it when working with magical waters is uh, water will take energy. And, you know, we were going to mm-hmm. maybe talk about Morimoto after the break a little bit, which yeah. will oh, expand this idea of water and energy, but... Water will take energy. It absorbs it. So you can sing over it, chant to it, pray to it. You want to speak out loud, and the water will take that. It's mm-hmm. really powerful. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. A sidebar to that, even though it is not a bath, um, <laughs> is that, you know, if you're taking a shower, and I mean, I have to also say that more than one movie clip of a woman breaking down in the in the shower, crying her mm-hmm. eyes out, is very iconic, but it is also very cleansing and cathartic because that is one of the places that when you are trying to, you know, clear yourself of this watery emotion of sorrow, grief, fear, anxiety, the the aspect of cleansing is also part of that, not just in a bath, but in, in running water. And, of course, in ancient times, it would be going to a creek, whatever temperature mm-hmm. you're out there on, and getting in the water and immersing yourself. Um, luckily, our modern conveniences of heated water and, you know, showers and things are, are available. And that is another way to again, work with water, and some people don't have tubs, some people don't like baths. Right, you know, So right. it's always a good thing to to say, well, there's this other thing you can do with the shower, and, you know, this is how you can work with it. And yeah. it can even be a bowl, you know, make get a bowl mm-hmm. of water and, and just sprinkle yourself with it or wash your hands. Like so much can be done by just washing your hands. Like that's mm-hmm. one of the things, um, you know, I was a massage therapist for a very, very short window of my life. And 
in school, when we were doing our hands-on training, it was always, um, you know, okay, we're going to, we would practice on each other. Then you go wash your hands. Then we come back and we practice mm-hmm. on each other and then you go wash your hands. So it's become really ingrained in me that washing my hands, it's not only good for hygiene, right? For physical hygiene, mm-hmm. but it is mm-hmm. good for spiritual hygiene. So now when I do readings, I wash my hands in between readings. Uh, mm-hmm. Just to cl- clear that person out of my energy centers. Um, yeah. So it's amazing. Just the simple act of washing your hands can be more than um, getting the germs off me. <laughs> right. Right. You know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that. And you know, it's funny because um, that's one of the things I remember working with um, Kahu Abraham. Is you know there was a lot about drinking water and flushing so there's that you know about taking and you know when they talk about drinking water you know eight ounces this and that it really is about flushing flushing out the body um in that way as much as in you know throwing it upon yourself in one another way but the it's the hands that we touch so much and we are we are so tactile because we use our hands that it was very much a part of that too that you know washing our hands cleansing the energies that we pick up from anything it isn't just people it's mm-hmm. it's objects and mm-hmm. and places that we find ourselves in so yeah yeah, yeah. T- touching door handles opening your car um, shaking someone's hand when you meet someone, anything, going, picking things up at the grocery store. You don't know how many other people picked up that can of beans, you know, like right. it, we pick things right. up everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And if we, yeah. you know, we're, we're aware of physical germs because we are, uh, but we need to think of physical germs and spiritual germs are very closely related. <laughs> I know? like that idea. I like that. That's yeah. very, very appropriate. Yeah, because it's, you know, there is so much about water that is, we know about it. You know, our body is made up a lot of it, you know, a whole bunch of it. And, you know, we, our planet survives and needs water for all the reasons, humans and plants and animals. Um so there is a, a, a understanding of our connection to it, but yeah, it doesn't get, um, I think, that one step more into the process of understanding that it's part of what the magic is. It's, it's I think, and it's, um, it's good. It's really good because it flows. It mm-hmm. allows you to flow. Whereas I know, you know, air is air and, you know, the earth. And, I mean, all the elements that we've talked about and the the various magical things you can do with them. But um, water is just, it's really, it's very interesting. I mean, we can freeze it. We can, you know, evaporate it. We can, you know, do all kinds of things. And in that, the magic can also be part of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but um, do we want to take a break? Yes, we probably should do that. Okay. So we'll be back in a minute or so. Yes, we will. You're listening to The Witch, The Priestess, and The Cauldron, a radio podcast on the LMC Radio Network. Stay tuned as more magic is coming your way right after these messages. The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ollie. Sundays, 3 to 4.30. The Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain. Tuesdays, 5 to 6. Blue Flag Root Radio with Lady Muse. Fridays, 4 to 5. And The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix Le Fay. Fridays, 6 to 7. All time specific, add three hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. Well, when we say a minute, we mean a minute. Yeah, it's, just, it's quick. It's quick. It is quick. Not, quick, not quick, even quick. enough time for me to pee. I understand, and I'm sorry about that. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Well, uh, we gotta have a sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So one of the other things we, you know, you were talking about floor washes and um, mm-hmm. putting, you know, the, the, the tinctures or things that we would be, you would be doing into um, the, the, the waters that you wash um, your floors and your laundry and, you know, you know, those kinds of things it's, is also sprays, just like you said. And um, then, you know, we've got, because I do that a lot with the dogs, you know, I, I do it in a strange way for cleaning, but I also put the intent to clear the energies of anything that may be going around. So I take my soapy water that doesn't have little bits of food and everything, but you know, just soapy water. And I take mm-hmm. the, the container and I go outside and I throw it in the, the area that they have at their, their dog pen because it has uh, asphalt on it. And um, I've done that for, well, 12 years here, and the place doesn't smell, number one, but I also, it is clear of energies because I work on using that even though it's not herbal in the traditional sense. The intent of what I do with that water also is part of it. So, mm-hmm. um, but I was thinking the washes are really something, you know, um, that are very good to do. I know people do them for their businesses outside the front of their business and, you know, possibly even doing it as part of window washing, you know, that kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. But, um, so the other thing obviously is something internal, which, you know, are the tinctures, tonics and teas. And I know that, yeah. um, you do, you I know you don't have things that I know of that are part of that internal taking, but um, mm-hmm. do you have any thoughts on that? Well, I think virtually anything, you know, again, testing for allergy or reaction, anything that you might consider for a wash can be used internally as well, especially mm-hmm. if you're only working with natural ingredients, you know, so it's, um, I find it really helpful when doing healing work or love work, um, protection work maybe, but not so much. But mostly when when a self-love or a self-heal component is needed in a magical process, then mm-hmm. it's good to not only bathe in it and soak it up that way, but drink it and soak it up that way. And it's a, an intentional drinking. It's not just mindlessly drinking your coffee in the morning while you watch the news. It's an intentional drinking of, of smelling the steam, holding the cup, feeling the warmth of it or the cold or whatever, and then and slowly drinking it, tasting it, feeling it go down your throat as you swallow, feeling it um, you know, hit your belly if you can feel that or at least visualize it and know that you know, the cells and molecules and the magic of your body is spreading that liquid, that that water all through your system. And every cell is being infused with the magic that you've created in that teacup. Um, mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. You know, again, it's powerful stuff, that water. Right, right. And I know that, yeah. you know, in brewing tea, there's there's also in ancient cultures and even modern, the, the ceremony, the tea ceremony in the, China, in the Japanese traditions, but it is a ceremony of brewing, of intentionally putting the herbs in and intentionally putting the, um, the desire of mm-hmm. what it is you're looking for. I mean, I know, just like you say, you make your cup of coffee, um, in the morning and you just sit there to try and do it. People make their tea the same way. Um, but when you're talking about something as um, wide-ranging in components as tea, you do it with intent and with a spiritual prayer and the things that you would do as well as, you know, some of the more um, structured things I think are like, you know, uh, boil it um, on the stovetop or electric pot, but don't microwave it you know, um, and, you know, don't, uh, you know, what is it, use stainless, you know, stainless steel balls and, you know, like things, there are certain things that are more, um, not traditional, but more structured about how to brew mm-hmm. tea if you're going sure. to do it that way. Um, yep. I will say as a offshoot, I am probably not that structured. <laughs> so, 
so <laughs> I kind of wing it. So I own that. But, you know, um, it's also part of tea leaf reading, you know, I mean, actually yeah. brewing oh, yeah. the tea and then, you know, the whole process. So um, I thought that was, you know, it's an added component. I mean, we've talked about a lot of magical things that are part of what we do on the outside, but there's also a lot of things in terms of water of putting it inside of yourself. So, but um, why don't we just go to Masaru Imoto, the gentleman who who brought an incredible body of work to the modern world on water. Would you like to jump in and, and say some things there? Sure. Yeah. So I can't remember what his book is called. Is it the story of water? The the something. Uh, water? One Do you the have hidden, the name of this book? The hidden messages in water is his, his yes. original one, and then That's the right. true power of water is the second one that he wrote. Yeah. Yeah. And and to be clear, there have been other scientific people step forward to say that. You know, his studies are bollocks and he's, you know, uh, making it all up. So take it all with a grain of salt. But basically the concept is that if you, and I have to, I got to back up one second too. Okay. I am a kid of the 80s, right? I grew up, my childhood was in the 80s. My teens were in the 90s. The second Ghostbusters movie. No. Yes. The second Ghostbusters movie. They discover, the scientists discover that, ectoplasm, like the stuff ghosts leave behind, will react to to emotion. So if you are nice to it, it bubbles all happily. And if you're mean to it and you curse at it and you tell it it's stupid, it gets all aggressive and um, it, it expands. And so it's in New York City, this ectoplasm that's been like all over the subways and the tunnels under New York City. And the idea is that it's feeding off the negativity of New York City, right? That- oh, wow. <laughs> That's how I think about this water thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every time mm-hmm. I read about Morimoto's studies and the work that he's doing, it makes me think about ectoplasm from Ghostbusters too. Um, and, and the concept is the same. If you if you sing loving things to water, if you chant, if you say loving things, even if you write loving words and tape them to the container that the water is in Mm -hmm. when that water is frozen or, or even if you study the molecules of that water, the structures are more beautiful and more symmetrical. And then the opposite is true. If you're, if you um, are mean, if you use foul language, if you use aggression or anger towards the water, um, the ice crystals and the, the molecules form in an uneven manner, um, somewhat so science even calls a chaotic manner. So this mm-hmm. is if our bodies are made up of, of 80 whatever percent water, then think about how that impacts our bodies and how much more healthy and vibrant and in balance they would be if we were surrounded by kind, loving and sweetness. Uh, and think right. about when you got when you get in a fight or when someone cuts you off and gets aggressive with you on the freeway or if, you know if you have a negative interaction with someone and how your adrenaline pumps and how you feel in that moment and how the water is being impacted by that in your body exactly exactly yeah he you know he has the thing that I remember and it was funny because when I started with this gentleman. It was, you know, the information. I wound up in Oregon visiting a friend in Grants Pass, and we would go to Ashland. And, of course, Ashland is, you know, this incredibly uh, artistic, spiritual community of, you know, all kinds of different people. There is Southern, you know, University of, of was it, University of Southern Oregon there. So it's college town. But they've got a lot of mm-hmm. metaphysical places, you know, stores and things and I found um this deck of uh Morimoto's uh pictures of the the frozen the, the the frozen water uh structures and of course they were they were in categories and and they were for all these wonderful you know issues that you have and you do you do this and I just I fell in love with it and I started putting it on gallons of water you know I'd make sure it sit on it or put it on top and and um when it came time when my husband got sick 
I started doing the same thing for the kind of water that he would ingest, um, mm-hmm. you know, because everything I felt was going to help. Of course, you know, when you have cancer, chemo is what a lot of people take, and it is not, it's very hard to combat it. Um, but yeah. I do feel that um, many people have used his cards, his um, pieces of pictures of that, and use the same philosophy that he is there. And they have they have gotten some incredible results um, of I don't know how much of curing some of the more deadly diseases, but you know definitely mm-hmm. curing the the things that people are afflicted with that they get right. into. So. It is really important, just like we talk about, you know, praying over things. It's, you know, when you laugh and when you do the things, um, you shift the energy. And that was what he talks about is the water not only in you, but the water around you. And um, like little kids, you know, I know we don't often go out in the rain and jump around and play because we're adults. We look at it and go, it's cold, it's wet, I'm going to catch a cold and we've got all the friends that I have that got colds and you know whatever it is that your your mindset runs into and I'm thinking you know I think I better just go out and jump around in the rain because that that <laughs> energy is of joy and and beauty and happiness and that would be how I would be taking the the energy of the water in so right. if I if my neighbors right. start complaining that there's this woman out there <laughs> jumping around the rain, you'll know if I make the newspaper. Uh, well, and there is something about rain. Um, there is a, um, it's a, it's a scientific thing. It's not just woo that the, the ions that come from rain um, actually help shift mood and it can Im- improve mood. And especially mm-hmm. in a soft rain, uh, there, mm-hmm. it, the the process of raining, not the rain itself, but the process of raining releases negative ions. The same thing happens at the ocean. Uh, mm-hmm. If you go to the ocean, the ocean releases negative ions, and it's proven negative ions calm stress, reduce anxiety. Uh, there is something about going and dancing in the rain that can really shift the energy in your body. So it's, it's fully mm-hmm. a thing, mm-hmm. and it's fun. Mm-hmm. It is. It is definitely, and and you know one of the things that coming back to the the when I grew up, I grew up with a father who was also a Reikian therapist, and Wilhelm Reich had a lot of things around negative ions, and the negative ions mm-hmm. are the things that are the the positive, the healing, the the energetic, the life force that is uplifting, and the negative ion, the positive ions that we have. Because there's a negative and a positive. The positive ions are the things that pull us down, and that's part of what depression and all that. So if you were really looking at it from what he would be looking at in terms of the scientific, because he was a medical doctor, and he would he did these particular um, ex, uh, experiments, and you could you could he found that the positive ions were the things that were the the things that brought us you know like in and down and the negative ones were the the the, the uplifters and mm-hmm. water and the you know just like you said the beach the water the ocean uh, rain waterfalls running water where there's a lot of that energy kind of you know mm-hmm. that's part of the the process and I think that's another reason why um, there was a big surge for putting fountains in our homes and fountains outside yeah. and you know yep. because of just that. And then we wound yep. up with the drought in California and everybody stopped doing that because it was, you know, right. we had to conserve water. But um, I, I know, I know, cause I, I'm one of the ones that went out at fountains in my front, fountains in the back, fountains in the house. Mm-hmm. Of course, my cats love the fountains. They thought that was a, a absolutely wonderful way to have their, their water. So, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, and if you yeah. so if water is an issue, right? Just going on the negative ion tangent for a second. Another mm-hmm. thing that does a similar um, process is Himalayan salt, which actually does not come from the Himalayas, but that's neither here nor there. But a Himalayan <laughs> salt lamp. Um, mm-hmm. So you can use Himalayan salt. You can eat it. You can put it in food. It's, you know, it's supposed to be a, a higher quality salt. I don't really know all of that. I'm, I won't get into that. 
Um, but if you want to use the Himalayan salt or pink salt for the negative ions, you actually have to warm the salt. It needs to be warmed. Mm-hmm. So that's why they use it as a nightlight. So you, you can get a, a chunk of Himalayan pink salt with a nightlight light bulb. There's the, you know, they drill a hole in it in the bottom of it and they put a nightlight light bulb on a cord up into that hole and it warms the salt lamp. And it's really nice for like, we sell them at milk and honey. Actually, it's good for uh, night lights. Actually, uh, people often put them mm-hmm. in their bathrooms or things like that, but it, the, the warmth of the Himalayan salt releases negative ions and it helps sleep. Um, mm-hmm. So that's another way to get some negative ion action. If you can't make it to the beach. No, that's true. If you can't make it to the beach, it isn't raining, and you don't have a a waterfall in your backyard, you know, there is that. It's it's helpful, and I know that, you know, when we talk about a particular subject, um, we stay with it, we we really work with it, but if there's something that we see as a, you know, something like this where people might not be able to get to the water, might not be able to be have something, but they actually would be able to do something like, you know, use a Himalayan salt lamp, then the process of what we're talking about, the ions, the negative ions, for uplifting and clearing the same way water would do, um, go for it. It's, it's, we'll, Mm -hmm. we'll continue to go off topic when things like that happen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, but, um, and, you know, I guess in a strange way, I, and it's funny, um, one, somebody told me that if you drink, and this is not something to, you know, consider, but, you know, if, for instance, you have had some alcohol and, you know, it's a little, you've got to flush your system, so you drink water, you drink a lot of water. Um, yeah. Not, not more alcohol, just water. Um, right. so that you clear out your system. And the same thing is true, and I found that out when I had to have some dental work, and they, you know, they put the, the anesthesia, the, the, the numbing agent in there, and they say, well, you know, what you need to do is you need to go out and do a brisk walk and drink water. You know, just get as much mm-hmm. water in you. No, not hot water, but flush just water. Yep. And flush it out. And, you know, it's it's these are the things that we think about in our daily lives because people tell us it's for our health. Um, we have to do it because of whatever is going on, but it is all about water. It's a cleansing yeah. agent. And that's, you know, look at what's happened here in California with the lack of wet seasons that we've normally right. had and what it sets up the imbalance on. So, um, yep, Absolutely. It is a, a very powerful, you know, I'm, I'm a fire sign, so, of course, I think of water as going, oh, my God, it's going to put me out, you know, that kind of thing. But <laughs> in reality, it's, you know, you put water with fire, you get steam, which kind of moves the engine down the road. Um, right. There has to be a balance. So I've, I've laughingly made a point recently, and it's funny that we picked this subject to, to do tonight, I, I actually have been working on, obviously, more water in my system and, you know, doing things with water, you know, the sprays and, the, and you know, the bath and whatever it is that I need. And it's, it's very funny because I'm laughing going, yeah, you're the one who, though you like hot baths, the fact that you like them super hot, fire element, it isn't about the water. <laughs> it's the <Right>. temperature. <laughs> You know, and I'm sitting here kind of going, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I spend time just like, you know, doing exactly what we've been talking about, um, being more mindful mm-hmm. of, you know, what I'm doing with the waters. And uh, that kind of, you know, I know people travel all over um, the world and they collect waters from sacred places. That's another part yeah. of the, you know, the part of yeah, what water is. Yeah. yeah, I have a so, we have a refrigerator in our garage, and they have a whole shelf of little jars of water that have been brought to me from different places. <laughs> right, and it's kind of interesting because I haven't done that. I've done the other. I go with the 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 rocks, the dirt, the you know, which is yeah. again kind of funny when you think about what it. But the rocks, the dirt, and the the feathers and the shells and things like that, um, not the water. Uh, yeah, which is kind of you know interesting, but uh, truthfully, you even know that the the native cultures 
if there were hot springs, people use those as, mm-hmm. as ways to cleanse and balance their their mind, body, and spirit, even though they wouldn't necessarily have divided it in that way. We do, but right, can, right, yeah, yeah. So, and we have them here. I know that. I don't know. Is Harbin back up and running at all? I don't Harbin know. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a very beautiful and beloved um, hot springs here close by to where Elvira and I live, and they, uh, the the grounds all were burned during the fires and two years ago, not last year's fires, right? But the fires the year before in Lake. No, County. it it was. I think it yeah it in the Lake County. Yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah, and they they are ago. planning to rebuild, but I don't know how far they are in that process. I haven't heard. Yeah. Yeah. Because that. But, yeah, I know that, uh, you know, that's part of the, the you know, the areas of the water mm-hmm. and the hot springs and all places. I mean, believe it or not, um, in Arkansas, Eureka, Eureka Springs is a hot springs. And originally it was known by, through the Native American traditions and cultures and peoples. And then, of course, you know, you get the white man coming through. And then it did it as... Um, they actually, you take the waters. They have a hotel that they built, and you could take the waters and go yeah. there and do that. So, and now I don't think, I, I think it's now just, it's a spa type thing. It's not, you know, mm-hmm. the magic, yeah. the, the, the medical thing. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, to imbibe the hot waters that smell like blood yeah. and taste like iron. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Fascinating. And, you know, <laughs> I keep thinking of that. It was, um, it's interesting how, you know, we we live with things that are so close to us and some of us don't even, mm-hmm. you know, have the attention or knowledge of it. It's, it's you yeah. know, only later do we find it out or get pointed out, oh, well, there's a hot spring, yeah. like boys, hot springs, or, actually, you know, this over here. There's hot springs all over the place. Like, that's definitely something I would recommend I bet pretty much anywhere in the United States within a, a couple of hour drive, you could get to a hot mm-hmm. springs. Like go check, go mm-hmm. check it out. It's totally worth it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's um, a wonderful experience. And I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it's like going to caves, you know, you find places yeah. where they're, they're like caves and you go, you know, not necessarily on your own. I, I tend to not want to go alone into a cave. I guess I'm, a little bit jaded about all those horror films. Um, but, you know, the water is here, yeah. you know, everywhere. You know, uh, Pagosa Springs, Colorado, oh, my God. I wound up there um, one time, and, oh, that was amazing. So it works. It's really great. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, water, mm-hmm. it, it keeps us flowing. So, yeah. but I think. On that note. <laughs> yes. Our time is Yes, up. we're. <laughs> our time is up. Our our um, subject for next week is ha 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 ha. Do we know? Do we remember? <laughs> um, I don't remember. I remember what the other one is. So there's yeah. Next week is can. the one I don't remember. Then it's our winter solstice episode. Then it's an episode about Thor. Then it's an episode about books of shadows. But what is next week's episode? That's a good a good one. I'm sitting here my looking at my notes. Your calendar is somewhere else. So let me see if I can yeah. find it before our time is completely up. Our next week is going to be, hang on, Kaliak. It is, it's our Kaliak. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yes. The Kaliak. goddess yeah, of the, the... Kaliak. The the crone of Scotland. It'll be fun. The crone of Scotland. Yes, and mm-hmm. uh, we should have a lot of crony-like places ha, ha, mm-hmm. to talk about. Yeah, it'll be so, fun. But it'll be fun. Okay. So everyone, have a really great week and um, yep. enjoy the holidays as they're starting to, to come up. And, and again, bathe, spray, keep your energy clear. Yes. And uh, we'll see see you you next week. week. All right. Take care. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to The Witch, The Priestess, and The Cauldron, a radio podcast on the LMC Radio Network. Our podcast airs live every Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific and will be available for download. Questions or comments on this show or ideas for upcoming shows can be sent to our website, and that's at www.witchpriestesscauldron.com. Again, that's witchpriestesscauldron.com. On behalf of Elvira, Phoenix, Alan, and myself, Gwion Raven, a big merry meet and merry part and merry meet again. Blessed be.